In this episode, I'll point to my resources page, which is a curated page of some of the tools I found really useful to aid my fasting. Some of the links on that page are affiliate links, which essentially means I get a small commission if you decide to buy the item from that link. This is completely at no cost to you. Welcome to episode 10 of the Fasting Pot. What should I eat on a non-fasting day? Hello and welcome back. This is my second part of the mini-series on food for fasting. I thought I was going to need to go into a third episode, but I'm glad to say that I'm able to do it in this episode. In this episode, we're going to go through some exciting news that I published my first post on Instagram. We're going to go through my normal weekly review. Also, if you like the show, I'd be very grateful if you could review it, good or bad. Be really interested to hear your comments. Also, if you want to get in touch, as always, fasting.pod on Instagram or alternatively, ben at tdpod.com. I'll leave a note in the show notes with those contact details. So let's get on with the episode. He's not a medical professional. He's not a nutritionist. He's not a best-selling author. He's not even an athlete. But he is a man who's passionate about the fast 5-2 diet. He wants to try and get everybody to be able to achieve their health goals whilst having their cake and eating it. And here he is, the man himself. It's Ben Hampson. Hello. And let's kick off with my weekly review. So I'm glad to say my weight is down to 71.4. So I'm down 500 grams or about a pound. My exercise has been down over the last week, but I'm glad to say it's sort of come back up again. Uh, I was only walking sort of one hour a day, um, which is, I think, sort of part and parcel of of why my um, weight wasn't quite as uh, big as I hoped it possibly would be, given I am doing 4.3 at the moment. My resting heart rate about 61, so slightly up, but not, not too much. My blood pressure, I've been monitoring that. Um, still interesting, still higher in the morning. My diastolic, which is like the lower figure of the two, is, is sort of on amber, whereas my other one is on green. I've also been trying, based on last week's episode, some grapefruit juice, and that seems to be working well. I'm not sure I really like the taste of it that much, but it does seem to be certainly making me warmer, if, if nothing else. Um, because obviously it's getting your liver to burn fat faster. I've also really found some great meals this week, the, the main one being smoked salmon, kale and two poached eggs for a fasting day, which is really, really nice. So let's get on with the main episode, foods to eat on a non-fasting day. Now what I'm going to do is just list through some of the things that I think are sort of good habits really for um non-fasting days i'm not really going to go through like last week like a top 10 because i don't think it's it's really relevant because pretty much you can have obviously within your calorie limit as much as you like so that really leads me on nicely to the first point if you've promised yourself on a fasting day some foods then no matter really how much the cost obviously don't go over your calorie limit but no matter how much the cost really you need to have that. So for example, this week I promised myself bacon and eggs on Thursday, which is today. 
And that's exactly what I've had for breakfast, which is really, really great. And, you know, that adage that I always quote from Mimi Spencer, you can have it tomorrow, is still really very much alive and very much working for me. Okay, so the other thing you can uh, look at is have vegetables rather than treats. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, essentially, when you first start, I wouldn't recommend this strategy because you don't want to give yourself another reason to fail. However, once you get into fasting, obviously, you do want to try and get as healthy as possible. So what I've tried to do is where I was having sort of uh, maybe a bit of chocolate or alternatively, I was having like a a Cornetto, which in the UK is kind of like a a Cornet with um, uh, some ice cream in it and, and, and a few nuts. Now, it's not bad for you, about 168 calories. But obviously, if you're having vegetables in, instead, that's obviously much better. The problem I find with vegetables is essentially they're not terribly calorific. Now, on a fasting day, obviously, that is great. But on a non-fasting day, when you want to fill yourself up with vegetables, but the last thing you want is to fill yourself up with loads of vegetables, but find you've got no calories and then struggle to actually achieve your calorie limit in the day. So here's a list of some vegetables that are actually much higher in calories and actually will help bolster your, you know, you getting up to your your calorie limit for that day. So the first one is avocados. Now, avocados, I absolutely adore. The problem a lot of people will tell you is avocados are very high in fat. And yes, they are, which is probably why they're on my list because they're quite high calorie. However, they're good fats. So well worth having. I tend to have them with um, just sort of naked on their own. I just scoop the flesh out of the of the um, from the skin, and I just put a little bit of balsamic vinegar in there. Or if you really want to treat yourself, as I did the other day, why not try and put some grated parmesan in there? Absolutely fantastic. The next vegetable, parsnip. Now everybody says to me, "Oh yeah, but the thing is with parsnip, Ben, you really want to roast them." Well, you can. Get yourself some spray oil. Now, I'd recommend rapeseed oil just because it's very good for cooking, much better than sort of other oils. Rapeseed oil, you know, in a spray, essentially you're not really going to have to count it because it's only like one calorie. So what you want to do is put either a baking sheet down or sometimes I find because you're roasting and it's sort of a bit of a higher temperature, the, the best thing to put down is a bit of silver foil and then basically spray the silver foil with your spray oil. Boil your parsnips for about three minutes and then obviously put them onto the, the silver foil and then spray the parsnips again. Put them in the oven. I'd recommend about sort of uh, 180 um, or you know, 180 to 200 depending on your oven. And they are absolutely fantastic. Next thing, kale. Kale is my staple go-to for veg. As I said sort of earlier, it is great with smoked salmon and poached eggs on a fast day. I would definitely recommend steaming them and they are great in smoothies as well. What about peas? Now peas, I'm not really a lover of peas because although you know I don't mind the taste, they, they kind of annoy me on the plate, but that's just me. But they are great, great from a calorific value and you can, um, and great if they're, they're steamed. What about beetroot or beet? 
great with a bit of goat's cheese and citrus salad. Or why not try a beet or beetroot risotto? Artichoke. I love a I love an artichoke. You can just eat them on their own. Char grill with lemon. In a salad with red onion and rosemary. In a risotto. Loads of different ways to have artichoke. What about the humble Brussels sprout with, a, with bacon and chestnuts? Mm, lovely. Or with pistachio and pomegranate. Or creamed with chestnuts. And something that's not so common, dandelion. Dandelion and a warm potato salad with shallot dressing. Lovely. Or you could try Cosney with uh, halibut. Now, I try and do this, and essentially what I've tried to do now is cut out chocolate during the week. So I just have that at the weekend. And alcohol, same thing, just at the weekend. And I found that really kind of works for me. The next top tip for you is always fully stock the freezer. I try and plan at least two meals a week from the freezer, essentially because if things change during the week, it's not a problem. I can just manage with that. And if I don't have those two meals from the freezer, it's not a problem. It also works really well having something from the freezer. If you've had like that really hard day from work or, for example, this week, um, my wife was getting back really late and I didn't um, get a chance to do the particular meal I was doing because it was a bit longer than normal. So essentially, rather than have a takeaway, my sort of go-to if, if things went wrong, essentially I just got something out of the freezer instead and that worked really well. Now you need to plan what you like and what works from you from the freezer. So I'm going to make some suggestions on my favourites, but that doesn't need to... That doesn't necessarily mean that they're your favourites. So please, you know, sort of pick and choose. But I like uh, chicken Kievs and sweet potato fries. Now, not great for you, but still makes a great meal. Frozen pizzas. Now, I must say I've, I've sort of, I used to have a lot of frozen pizzas when I first started fasting because they worked really well and they seemed really sort of decadent. I don't have them a lot now. But I really enjoy them when I have them. So I always keep some frozen pizzas in there. And again, great go-to food. Much better than having a takeaway, have a frozen pizza. You know, you're talking 700 to 1,000 calories, whereas a takeaway upwards from probably 2,500 calories. Frozen prawns, really good to be able to sort of defrost them and, and have those. Some sweet stuff, so some frozen pies for the weekend, a tart tartan, for example, or something like that. The big thing I have an awful lot of, and because I tend to like having soup in the week and I tend to like having a bagel with that, is frozen bagels. So I will go out and buy a job lot of bagels. I will slice them and then I'll put them in the freezer ready for, for me to use. I can put them in the toaster. They're really, really easy, easy to use. I'd also encourage you to sort of buy things on a monthly basis because that sort of seems to work, um, allowing you to sort of plan for um, month to month what you need. It also means that you actually have things in stock when you need them rather than going to the freezer and going, oh yeah, I should have bought that last week. So try and buy on a, on a monthly basis. Next, fridge staples. Now, again, these, these may not 
be to your taste. So you you have to sort of tailor make this to to what works for you. I find natural yogurt is always a good a good thing to have in the in the in the fridge. I always make sure it's full fat, and it really works well for me. Again, I tend to have it at lunchtime, but it is quite nice in the evening sometimes if you fancy a bit of a pudding, but you don't want to use up too many calories. Just have it with a bit of jam or a bit of honey. Mascarpone. Now, if there's a discovery in fasting of like a golden food, mascarpone is it. It's just amazing. Just with a couple of tablespoons of mascarpone, how you can spruce up like a basic bolognese sauce. You can add it to, say, some strawberries. You can fry off some shallots, add some prawns to it, add four tablespoons of mascarpone. This is for two people, obviously. And add some pasta, maybe a bit of brandy as well, just to finish it off. You've got a lovely sauce. And it's, it's pretty much all made up from what's in the fridge or the freezer. I always tend to have almond milk. Now, I tend to I don't tend to buy the fresh almond milk. Uh, I tend to buy the UHT. But there's always a stock of it in my fridge. Ready to go with oats and honey for a great porridge. Also, jam is very, very useful in your fridge. It, you know, company yogurt, as I sort of said, and, and porridge. Also, another golden golden food is eggs eggs are amazing the things you can do with them you can scramble them you can boil them i've recently got into poached eggs it is really amazing what you're able to do with eggs so if there's ever something that you can do quickly you know you can easily do an omelette or something like that maybe add a sprinkling of cheese with it or something along those kind of lines works really well also, you know, stock up your cupboards as well. Um, I'd recommend, for example, having sort of risotto rice and like the rice packets that you can just put in the microwave for like a couple of minutes as a sort of go-to. Um, I t- have quite a lot of risotto and I find that's really, really nice, particularly. I wouldn't have it on a fasting day because it's quite heavy on calories, but certainly on a non-fasting day, absolutely excellent. Dry pasta, again, for the same kind of reason. It's really useful to have in so you can um, make up a pasta dish fairly quickly and easily. I would recommend, though, with dry pasta that you go for maybe the slightly more expensive ones because they do seem to be much better and they're sort of much more, if you like, sort of solid in your mouth. So there are, you know, I would definitely would recommend that you perhaps uh, look at the sort of slightly more expensive ones on that, those kind of things. Herbs and spices, you know, whatever floats your boat, you know, things like Cajun and that kind of thing, or cayenne pepper, all those kind of things really are worth having in. I would also have honey, like runny honey, because that, again, goes with a lot of things. I like to have sort of tomato ketchup and brown sauce as well. And spray oil, as I've mentioned earlier, spray oil is is the best thing ever. You know, if you want to fry anything off, add a bit of spray oil. and You don't really have to count anything. So what have we gone through today? What have we gone through my normal weekly review? The kind of things that you want to eat on a non-fasting day. So any food that you promised yourself on a fasting day. 
try and replace where you can those treats with some vegetables but think of having the sort of higher calorie uh, vegetables so avocados parsnips kale peas beet or beetroot artichoke brussels sprout sprouts sorry brussels sprouts i'll say that again uh, dandelion crosney think about your freezer and stocking it on a monthly basis what you're trying to prevent all the time is just going oh well i'll just have a takeaway by all means have a takeaway you know once in a while but don't set yourself up to fail by relying on a takeaway just because you haven't done your monthly stock of, of the freezer it all and you know and and again i would definitely recommend the adage of having two meals a week from the freezer so you can be flexible stock your cupboards okay so thank you very much for listening it's very much appreciated once again if you do get a chance to do a review on the show i'd be most grateful that'd be fantastic please do get in touch ben at tdpod.com or alternatively fasting.pod on instagram next week we're going to be looking at fitness bands So all that's left for me to say is happy fasting.